What a blessing it is to be able to share with you on this evening and to share with you what the Lord has done. First of all, I want to say that I am thankful for what God has done in my life. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? I would be totally lost, and so would you. But we are thankful that God loved us so much until he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I'm saved, I'm sanctified, and I'm filled with God's precious Holy Ghost and that with the mighty burning fire. And I do speak in tongue as the Spirit give utterance because I believe that tongue speaking is the initial evidence of having the baptism of the Holy Ghost along with the fruits of the Spirit. The fruits of the Spirit, that's a whole lesson that I'm not going to go into on tonight, but the fruits of the Spirit should be uh, evident in your life if you have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And they're found in uh, Ephesians. Uh, is that Ephesians or Galatians? I'm going to find out because I don't want to uh, give you the wrong information. Uh, I believe it's... Uh, Yes, uh, Galatians, the fifth chapter and the 22nd verse. It talks about uh, the uh, fruits of the Spirit. Those are evident that you have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Not just tongue speaking, because you know you can speak in a tongue and it would not be by the unction of the Holy Ghost. But the, the tongue, we believe that the evidence of receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost is that you initially speak in a tongue that is unknown to yourself. And then if you go to Galatians, the fifth chapter and the 22nd verse, you will see where those fruits of the Spirit are listed. Uh, and uh, uh, since I'm here, uh, and I, I, I did pull it up, this is not my lesson. You all know what I'm gonna talk about tonight. I'm doing part two. Uh, but here, uh, Galatians 5 and 22 said, but the fruit of the Spirit is joy, love, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. There are nine fruits of the Spirit that should be demonstrated in your life if you are the recipient of of the Holy Ghost. Of course, that 23rd verse said, against such there is no law. Against such there is no law. What does that, again, there are no laws against things like that for you to be uh, 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 a lovable, joyful, peace, patient, kind, uh, good, faithful, gentle, and to demonstrate self-control. Praise God. All right, I'm not, that's, as I said, that's not my lesson for today, but since we was there, ain't no harm in talking about uh, the evidence of having the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Okay, I didn't even pray, did I? Dear Lord, we thank you once again how you blessed us and brought us to this point. We thank you for what we have already heard and what we're about to hear. I ask that you will open the minds and the ears of your people that they will receive your word and that we'll always give you the glory and honor in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. All right, for our scripture, 
uh, I had a particular scripture that I had chosen and uh, had it in my mind. I don't know if, uh, yes, the 45th number of Psalm, the 45th number of Psalm. Let's, let's go there, and that's our scripture for today. Um, it says, my heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore God hath blessed thee forever. Gird thy sword upon thy thigh, O most mighty, with thy glory and thy majesty. And in thy majesty ride prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, whereby the people fall under thee. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore, God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the all of gladness above thy fellows. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. I read the first seven verses of the 44th number of Psalm. We started talking on last time, and uh, we were dealing with that uh, Philippians, the first chapter, and the sixth verse. Philippians, the first chapter, and the sixth verse. And of course, uh, that particular scripture, uh, whereas a lot of us just jump off into it and we don't really give uh, that scripture uh, the justice that it uh, rightfully deserves uh, because we're so busy uh, moving into the era where we just want to say, God ain't finished with me. And, uh, uh, but the Bible says being confident. I dealt with you exclusively about that word confidence and confidence, confident and confidence. I dealt with that on last week. But being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ, being confident of that. I know that God is still working on me. And I started working on that, uh, that word begun, that he which hath begun, begun. And in other words, and, uh, it, it, is, it is God who produces in you the desires and actions that please him. And so we're in uh, Philippians, the second chapter, and the 13th verse, it says, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. You need to understand that you are not as good as you are because of you. It is God in you. God is doing something in you. And God 
Uh, if you'll go back with me to the gospel according to John, the sixth chapter, you'll see where uh, the word of the Lord, uh, 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 where Jesus even articulated that there are some things that God wants to do in you. There are some things that God wants to start in your life so that you can be a better person. In that sixth chapter, in the 29th verse of the Gospel of John, Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. Jesus replied to them, God wants to do something for you so that you believe in the one whom he has sent. You're not going to be blessed if you don't want to accept Jesus Christ uh, as who he is uh, because that's who God meant for him to be observed at. If you're fighting against Jesus, if you are saying that Jesus is not the Son of God, if you are saying that Jesus doesn't have the preeminence in your life, you're fighting a battle that is to your detriment. You can't win that. Lord have mercy. You cannot win uh, uh, that fight. So, um, when you know, the apostle dealt with people uh, who didn't want to uh, 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 give, give vent to who Jesus really was. They, he dealt with those people. And today, you have to deal with people who don't really know who Jesus is and don't want to give in to him. And, 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 and the apostle Paul, in the 11th chapter of Acts, you go back and you'll read where he was dealing with different groups of people. And he said, when they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, then hath God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. In other words, the same thing that, 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 that uh, God had initially Hear what I'm getting ready to say to you. The same thing that God had initially uh, 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 desired to give to Israel because they rejected it, now he's made it available to you and I. And you and I as Gentiles, anybody that is not a Jew by nature, excuse me, anybody who is not of Israel by nature, by nature, then you are classified as a Gentile. Now, the thing that helps you is that once you receive Jesus as your Savior, you're no longer uh, an alien or a stranger, as uh, the apostle wrote on, on another occasion, but you are now adopted into the royal family. In other words, I've become spiritual Israel, spiritual Israel. And that is the thing uh, that you need to listen to and pay attention to because there are a whole lot of people who would love for you not to know who you are and to know to what God is doing in your life. There are many things that you need to know. Uh, I want you to go to a familiar passage of Scripture, and I want to read this, and then I'm going to whisk through this because my time is... Uh, getting away from me, but in the 8th chapter of Romans, 
Uh, I know you've read this, you've heard, it's been quoted and whatnot, but in the 8th chapter of Romans, uh, uh, beginning at the 28th verse, look what the word of the Lord says. And we know uh, that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Now, that tells you something. What does that tell me? That tells you that things don't always go the way you want them to. Things don't always feel the way you want them to feel. But then there are some pleasant things also. I preached a sermon uh, some time ago, things for and against us. But these things all come together and they work for our good. And so the Apostle Paul needs to tell you that the things that you're experiencing, hallelujah, the things that you're going through, God is yet working on your behalf. You said, he that hath begun, yes, he's working on your behalf. Now, let's go to the 29th verse. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Now, the Apostle Paul makes an argument here and says this is true because he already knew his people and had already appointed them to have the same form as the image of his son. Therefore, his son is the firstborn among many children. Let's look at that 30th verse. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. He has called, hallelujah, he has called those uh, whom he already appointed. Uh -huh. uh, he approved of those whom he had called. Now, the, 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 the Jews had already been appointed. Now he has called us, and he gave glory to those who he has approved of. I want to thank God that I have been approved of. Is there anybody that will say, I've been approved of? Put that on the screen and type that on there and just say approved and then exclamation mark, approved. Go with me to Ephesians. Uh, this is going to take you for a little loop, but let's go. Ephesians, the second chapter, and uh, let's start at the fourth verse. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, hallelujah, even when we were dead in sin, have quickened us together with Christ. And let's get, look what's in parenthesis. By grace ye are saved. Mm -hmm. And have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace, are ye saved through faith? 
and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Hallelujah. Not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship. We go on back to him creating. He that has done a good work in us. He, he, he created. For we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. God has made, watch this, us what we are. He has created us in Christ Jesus because if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. So God has made us what we are and he has created us in Christ Jesus to live lives filled with good works that he has prepared for us to do. Hallelujah. That's a good place to praise him. That's a good place to praise him. Now, uh, uh, my brothers and sisters, uh, will, let's deal with that word will, and then I'm going to be short on that. We're going to, the, we're confident that he has begun will uh, performing. Let's, let's just talk about will. You know, in, in Psalm uh, 138 and 8, the Bible says, the Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Hallelujah. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hand. The Lord uh, will do everything yeah, for me. O Lord, your mercy endures forever. And uh, don't let go of what your hands have made. That's the psalmist saying, Lord, you know where I am. You know who I am. You know what I'm about. Don't let go of me because, Lord, you've made me and you're working on me. That's a good place to praise him because a lot of times people don't understand that God has his hands on you and sometimes you get outside of the will of God. It ain't God's fault. It's that you rebelled. And now God could say, forget him. But now the psalmist said, Lord, even though I messed up, Please give me another chance. Just hold on to me. Is there anybody out there who will say, I messed up, Lord, but don't. Please, Lord, keep your hand on me and restrain me. Keep me. And if I go too far, pull me back in. That's what the psalmist is saying here. He says, so, Lord, don't take your hands off of me. Don't let me go because, you know, there are some people who will say he ain't nothing. Hallelujah. He ain't nothing, and he shouldn't be where he is. I understand, but uh, uh, help me, God. Uh, somebody type on the screen and say, help me, God. Help me, God. I'm going to wait on you to put that on there. Help me, God. Now, in this, um, uh, um, uh, this the, what God is doing, his will, look, go with me to 1 Peter 5 and 10, and then I'm I'm wrapping up, 1 Peter 5 and 10. I want to say to you, don't resist the shaping. Don't resist the shaping that God is doing in your life or God is doing upon your life. Don't resist the shaping. Uh, 1 Peter 5 and 10, but the, but, the, but the God of all grace, 
who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. After that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. Mm. The God who showed you his kindness, hallelujah, and who has called you through his son, Jesus Christ, to his eternal glory, will restore you, he will strengthen you, he will make you strong and support you as you suffer for a little while. Just type on the screen and say, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Now, let's go to Hebrews, and I'm, I'm wrapping up. Let's go to Hebrews 2. Hebrews 12, rather. Hebrews 12 and 2, because we're wrapping up. And in Hebrews 12 and 2, it lets us know uh, you know, uh, I, I believe Hebrews uh, 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 12 and 1 is a very familiar passage of Scripture. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, hallelujah, let us lay aside every weight in the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And we know that Scripture. But let's look at this uh, uh, a second verse. Looking unto Jesus, hallelujah, the author and finisher of our faith. Watch this. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. We must as people whom God is working on, keep our focus on Jesus. What are you saying, brother preacher? Focus on Jesus because he is the source and the goal of our faith. Uh, he saw the joy ahead of him, so uh, Jesus endured death on that ignominious cross and ignore the disgrace of it that was brought before him. Jesus endured that. Then he received the highest position in heaven, the one next to the throne of God. What a blessing it is for us to be able to say, hallelujah, that I am blessed because of what Jesus has done. Hallelujah. That's a good place for you to praise him. I'm blessed because of what Jesus has done. And, and, and because of what he has done, then I endure this little crazy, stupid stuff. Because, you know, we go through some stupid stuff. We got to deal with some crazy people. I won't call them stupid, but there's some crazy people that uh, sometimes causes us to want to get off our track and get them straight. But no, we endure that. Jesus endured uh, 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 the shame so that he could reach the goal. And that's what you got to learn how to do. If God is working on you, then you've got to be able to put up with the crazy stuff, the crazy folk, the crazy circumstances, and yeah, I'm going to say it, and the stupid stuff. 
and maintain your focus on Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And then he talks about, and I'm finished, he talks about the day. Hallelujah. Uh, being confident of this very thing. Lord have mercy. If y'all was here in church, I'd tell you to shout with me. Being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a what kind of work? Not just any kind of work, but a good work. Hallelujah. In you, don't, don't, this ain't about your neighbor now. This about me personally, with the, who, who has begun a good work in me, will perform it until the day, hallelujah, of Jesus Christ. Let's talk about that day, and I'm finished. Let's go back to Philippians. Hallelujah. Let's go to Philippians 1 and 10. Hallelujah. That ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Hallelujah. That you will be able to determine what is best. See, God working in you gives you the ability to determine what is best. What is pure and what is blameless. I, I, I tell people sometimes, you know, I got a discerning spirit. And God, that's, that's God that has worked that in me so that I can tell what is best and, and, and what is pure so that I can be blameless until the day of Jesus Christ. All right? Now go with me to 1 Corinthians. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 1 and 8. Who shall also confirm you unto the end that ye may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ? He will do it. He will continue, hallelujah, to give you strength, my brothers and sisters, unto the end uh, so that no one can accuse you of anything on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. You've got to, you've got to live so that uh, uh, no momus, y'all heard me talk about that before, momus, M-O-M-U-S, that was, uh, they talked about in the Greek, and they said that momus was a god uh, that was always bringing accusations and blame against uh, uh, people. And so you got to live your life so that no momi, which is the stuff that momus brings. What are you saying, brother preacher? Momi, you got to live so that there will be no blame or, or charges or uh, ignorant stuff brought against you with validity. Hallelujah. So we will continue to the day of Jesus Christ. Watch this. You ain't gonna like this last scripture, but this is it. In 2 Peter, the third chapter and the 10th verse, it says, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works 
that are therein shall be burned up. The earth and everything that people have done on it will be exposed. Uh, um, uh, my wife and her, her sisters got a little song and say, I like living this kind of life. I'm living the blessed life. And we talking about living the blessed life where no junk. Uh, somebody type on the screen and say junk. I don't want no junk coming up against me. I don't want no mess. I'm going to do what God has uh, prescribed for me to do. All right. May the Lord bless you. I hope that part two of my little lesson, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to move right out of your way. Uh, surrender. Let God push you. Let him strip you when necessary. Let him put uh, a, a, a pierce in your side. Let him crush you sometime or mash you. Let, it, let, him, let, him, let him ball you up. Let him do whatever it is that he needs to do to you, good God Almighty, so that he can complete what he has started in you. And it'll be well for you in the end. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you once again for how you blessed us and brought us to this point. Thank you, O oh God, for the word that has gone forth. Let us, O oh God, not only be hearers of your word, but doers of your word as well. And we shall forever give your name the praise, the glory and honor shall be thine. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Listen, I want you to get a seed. I want you to sow into this fertile, anointed ground on tonight. It is important that you sow. You got to sow in order to grow. Praise God. You got to sow in order to grow. You want to grow, so you got to sow. And so I'm asking you to get a $20 seed and sow into this fertile, anointed ground. As I said on last week, God blesses people because he sowed, because they sow in fertile anointed ground. Greater Emmanuel is fertile anointed ground. So sow that $20 on tonight. Listen, if you're going to mail it in, uh, you can mail it in to GEI Kojic. Of course, that's Greater Emmanuel uh, Institutional Church at 19190 Schaefer Highway. Uh, that's Bishop J. Drew Sheard Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan, 48235. Or you can give at PayPal. That's PayPal at geikojic.org. Or you can give at Givelify. Search for Greater Emmanuel Institutional Church of God in Christ. Look for our church logo, and you may give there. Or you can give at Cash App. That's dollar sign, geikojic1. That's dollar sign, geikojic1. Or you can always give securely in our GEI app. Or you can text to give at 28950. Text to 28950. Put in the space GEI offer space and the dollar amount. I'm getting ready to pray over your seat. If you don't have that 20, get as close to it as you can. Dear Lord, I thank you for my brother, my sister, who are sowing into this fertile ground. Take these seeds, oh God. Cause them to multiply, not only for the sake of ministry, but for the sake of our personal lives. And we shall forever give your name the praise, the glory, and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Here I go again, believing God. I did it before, and I'll do it again. 
because he keeps on making ways. Amen. Listen, you, my brother and my sister, join us on Sunday. Uh, of course, we're, we're doing a hybrid service at 8.30 and 11.30. If you're in the vicinity, come and be with us either at 8.30 or 11.30 a.m. And uh, we, we look forward to seeing you in those services. If you're not in the vicinity and you are part of our virtual uh, space, please continue to do that. God is going to bless you, and you know the Lord meets us in a tremendous way in both of those services. So I look forward to seeing you on Sunday, either virtually or in person. And now may the grace of God, the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost, rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. And all the people of the Lord said, Amen. God bless you, and I love you with the love of the Lord.